Out of paper, out of stock There's friendly faces around the block Break loose from the chains That are causing you pain Call Michael and Stanley Jim Dwight Creed Call Andy and Kelly For your business paper needs Or Dundermiff Then the people purchase paper people Dundermiff Then the people purchase paper people Dundermiff Then the people purchase paper people Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office by fans of The Office. I'm your host and chili chef, Sean Roney. And I'm Edwin James, junior employee. And with us as always, our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. So would you guys like some lemonade? Or one of you? <laughs> or both of you? Either or? Combinations are endless. Lemonade sounds great. Okay. I'd love a nice tea, actually. You can go to hell. <laughs> Uh, every week we get together and talk about our favorite show, NBC's The Office. This week, mailbag. Yes, we're going to open up the mailbag, take some listener questions, uh, interact with all of you guys. We, uh, we'll just dive right in. Hope um, everyone's at home. We're writing us in. There's yes. a, m- several ways to contact us. We got email, yeah. Facebook, Instagram. I say it every, every episode. Every episode. So go ahead and, and Sean, uh, you say it very well. They, <laughs> Thank you very much. good at it. But... Yeah. Uh, but yeah, go ahead and write us in uh, however you like to. Um, we'll, we'll start with a voicemail, though. Let's do this, yeah. And uh, we've we've had quite a backlog here, so sorry if you've been sending your messages, but we're trying to clear them out. I think we're caught up now. We, we now have time. We now have time, <laughs> so uh, going forward, we'll be on it. Um, okay, let's jump into this voicemail. This comes from Dave in Washington. Hey, my name is Dave. Calling from the uh, United States. Washington. Uh, just got into your podcast. Loving it. Um, just wanted to point out uh, on episode three, you guys are going through songs of Andy Sung and you completely forgot closing time. <laughs> and not going to lie, I was screaming at my windshield. So <laughs> just wanted to drop that in for you guys. And then, yeah, next episode, you gave your phone number. So <laughs> I love the podcast, guys. We brought this upon Thanks, ourselves. That's a good call, Dave. This is. Played this mainly to, uh, you know, fess up to like, yeah, we're, we miss a lot of stuff. Clearly. We get a lot of messages from you guys <laughs> saying what we miss. Many messages. And you're look, not wrong. You're not <laughs> wrong. <laughs> but you're as just... we've said, there's like, there's a limited amount of water in the pool here of like mm-hmm. office content. So we're not going to every episode. We can't get everything. And we we're have trying. to leave some there for later. You know, it's just it's tough. We're trying to keep up with this. this was That's it, good. You make it sound like we do it on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> right. I know. I we know. just want to make sure you guys are listening. Uh, yeah. We also had an Instagram comment from someone uh, the other day who mentioned they were <laughs> screaming at the gym with their headphones on yeah. while like, I think an answer to one of our trivia. I, know. Uh, I, I think know. one thing that's funny about that particular trivia question is uh, that was uh, Alex asking us to name every song that Andy sings in the office and he had a running mm-hmm. list we were trying to get them we we're trying mm-hmm. to get everyone and like they said uh, our third episode right and th- what's funny about that is that's actually something that we recorded probably a year before the show came out yeah it was one of our wow. first yeah. test recordings you remember we, we recorded it like upstairs yeah 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 <laughs> we were trying to figure out how so it was hot. all gonna work yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and i remember like listening back to like that first test episode i can't even remember what the discussion topic was because i don't right. think we repeated it no yeah. um and I, I lifted that trivia yeah. out of that and put it in it was clearly the best from that yeah. thing yeah but uh but yeah just a funny thing to a little easter egg to keep in mind that that was really really early on before yeah. we even release the show or anything like that yeah yeah and so while well, we're sorry we didn't say closing time and <laughs> that's a great we, catch. that's even come up in different ways since that we've left yeah. out that whole thing mm-hmm. um but you know 
We're sorry. But uh, I'm glad that sorry, we can make Dave. you scream. <laughs> <laughs> Someone cares enough to scream yeah. at us. So that's cool. We we just care that you care. Um uh thank you very much, Dave. Uh, yeah. We have a we have a message from uh Facebook. Uh yes, this message comes from Sagi? Sagi? I don't know how to Sagi. say it. I'm so sorry. It's yeah. S-A-G-Y. Um, but it says, throughout the seasons, there are numerous women who Dwight rejects. Some of them throw themselves on Dwight, like Nellie, Isabel, the volleyball player from New York, uh, and Dwight turns <laughs> yeah. them down. I always wondered what his reasons were. Hmm. Amazons. Hmm. Yeah. And well, I think, it's to me at least, it's more interesting uh, that Dwight is just very attractive to all these different women. Yeah. Versus what his reasons are in the moment, but yeah, yeah, but it is funny too that it's like, like Dwight can be like you know um, uh, promiscuous, like he he doesn't mind like just having some fun. I'm ravenous like, after a night of lovemaking. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah, like, but but then there's the other thing of like the he's so he's so he's so like. Uh, you know, looking for the the ideal mate. <laughs> like, oh yeah. So he's very particular about everything about mm-hmm. a woman to the point that it's calves you know, completely <laughs> right calves. inappropriate. <laughs> one that one that isn't listed here is uh, Esther from season nine. Yeah, a literal milkmaid. Dwight says. <laughs> yeah, like like the perfect woman for Dwight. Mm-hmm. You would think, but yes. uh, it's crazy too. Can, if you think that. Early on, this happens fast for Dwight because he's asking Toby what the female vagina looks like <laughs> early on in the show. And, uh, you know, a few seasons later, he's just like kind of confidently turning down women. It's it weird. was that conversation <laughs> <I think> so. <laughs> that Toby <I> so. <laughs> is it on the leg. That's one of the yeah. bloopers. <laughs> oh, my God. That's... <laughs> is it part of it? <laughs> I think, I mean, if we talk about Nelly, it's that Dwight has sort of this change of heart. That he's mm-hmm. not going to sleep with Nelly to try to get the VP position. Mm-hmm. Um, with Isabel, that is something that, to your point, is more of Dwight's uh, surprising sexual charisma. I think. I <laughs> think well, what do we call well, it? Yeah. Well, then, so <laughs> good so trivia he, team yeah. name. He does turn down Isabel, and then like later when they're at Dave and Buster's, whatever, the, Sid and Dexter's, Sid and Dexter's. Um, uh, he's all of a sudden talking about her like she is an ideal mm-hmm. mate. So maybe that's just um, universal donor. Because the first time he, he's like, she's a bumpkin and she makes love like one. <laughs> dental hygienist <laughs> from Carbondale. <laughs> he also uh, sees her at the uh, well um, during the delivery in season six when mm-hmm. Jim and or when uh, Isabel comes to bring mac and cheese to the house. Dwight is there, mm-hmm. and uh, he's in the tank top. He's right, like, right, right. Adults need to get their teeth cleaned too, Dwight. Uh, some people choose to spend their money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, but then, and then the last one is, uh, or I guess this is earlier, but uh, the volleyball player in, in New York, mm-hmm. uh, with whom Dwight makes out in the club. Uh, right, and Michael sends that picture to everyone while they're yeah, stuck. that's right. Yeah, <laughs> I mean Dwight does not. Uh, even when he's when he's flirting with a lady, he's he's not compromising who he is he's Mm -hmm. very confident he's very like this is who i am take it or leave it and i think when there is a woman who's like really likes who dwight is then it's she's it's just like he's in but he's doesn't uh he's so kind of detached in a way yeah yeah when he whenever he pretends to be something he's not he's not successful like with the amy adams and hot girl oh the purse yeah pretends that he wants to buy a purse um doesn't work. <laughs> oh yes, this is the prettiest one of all. Or when they make him pretend he's a gentleman to get the wizard. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, I think too, just to kind of wrap up with Esther, that is almost the moment where it it. Uh, I'll take the wizard. <laughs> it accentuates Dwight and Angela coming back together at the end of the show. Yeah. Um, that that they were you know meant to be together overall. Definitely. Michael, yeah. Definitely. You shouldn't have to settle. This is my pledge to you. I will find her, 
and I will bring her to you. And as God is my witness, she shall bear your fruit. <laughs> um, that was a great. That, one. that was a great a question. One. Thank you very much yeah. to um, Saji Sagi. Um, uh, we have an email from Aiden, Oklahoma City. So uh, that we actually have heard from this Aiden before. So this is a follow up message. So I need to clear something up. My parents aren't actually Amish. <laughs> Well, we fell for this one. Yeah, yeah so we, we responded to this. Really obvious in hindsight. A few weeks yeah. ago. <laughs> he says, I totally meant that as a joke at my parents' expense. And when they heard it, they died laughing. <laughs> I do feel a little bad now because I don't have anything to say about the Amish community. Anyways, thanks again. <laughs> I uh, love this. I love that he that, wrote back. That's really funny. I guess you know maybe maybe the whole family's listening to the podcast together, yeah. so that uh, maybe that makes up for this this lie. Um, you know, this, this is the thing. Deceitfulness. You know, we we ask a lot of ways to get messages. This is why voicemails are nice because you can hear <laughs> if someone's joking. But yeah. in an email, all we can know is, you know, oh, okay, we're gonna take it. We're I guess take his you parents are Amish. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. I think things are balanced because we also have very little to say about the Amish community. <laughs> yeah. I, I know. I, we're still waiting for that Amish coming from a place of no knowledge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's okay, Aiden. Um, uh, we, we, thanks for we're, playing. We're glad along. that your your parents like the joke. <laughs> yeah, and we're glad you like the show. Yeah, thanks for listening <laughs> and for writing in, um, and for following up. We That's appreciate so that too. I had That's so much so egg on my face. Up. <laughs> we were, ooh, he faced oh, the guys, music. We got what is Amish? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about it. Of course, he's not Amish. Right. Um, we, <laughs> what's next? <laughs> he emailed us. Let's go. Uh, next up, we have a voicemail from Sunny. Yes, Sunny, wait. Whom yeah. we called Jenny. <laughs> yes. When she called in previously. Yes. Again, a Google transcription Apologies error. for that. Yes. So sorry, Sunny. Yeah, Google transcribed it as Jenny instead yes. of Sunny. All right, here we go. Yes. Hey, guys. It's Sunny from San Antonio, and it's Sunny, not Jenny. <laughs> All right, there we go. I was the caller that left a voicemail about the correlation between women in the office and their uh, male counterparts and their confidence boosting and all of that. So uh, I guess I did not we leave a voicemail saying how I felt about uh, what I had said. So I really don't have an issue with it. And that might be an unpopular opinion with a lot of people. Mm. Um, I think it's, it's a sweet thing. Cause I don't necessarily think that these women gain their bigger personalities and their confidence stances through just simply having a male counterpart. I think it's having the right male counterpart that's the key to it because if you look at the drastic difference between pam with roy and then pam with jim Mm. it's night and day and then honestly same thing with kelly when uh she was with ryan and then really any other person that she's with at all she's (laughs) instantly a better person um and angela even with the senators compared to dwight i mean she was Mm. unbearable when she was with the senator so um I think that it's a really sweet thing that they did to show what being with the right kind of person, whether it be just a friend or, you know, a partner in life, what that can do for you in the rest of your life. Um, Thank you guys so much for dissecting the issue so much, though. I really, really appreciate it. I love your show. Um, please continue doing it for the rest of ever. Bye. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thanks so much, Sonny. Like, thank you so much for calling back. Thanks so much for thinking that through. I mean, I, what do you guys think? That's a really good point yeah, about Pam with, point, yeah. with Roy. 
You know, it's like I wouldn't totally. say she's confident. Or I love that she brought up Angela and the senator. Like totally. Angela is like a much happier person in the end of the show when she's with Dwight than. Quick the- context too for people that haven't heard. So, so Sunny had called in saying that basically, like a lot of the female characters on the show, right. they get a lot of personality and confidence sort of once they are they have a male counterpart. Um, right. Which and then and then Sunny calls back here to to sort of see how she feels about it, which I think is a really good point that. It's it is it like Kelly's a great example when like when she's with Daryl even that she's like and they're having the ping pong competition yeah. and she's really like up in Pam's face about <laughs> yeah. everything. It's totally different from yeah. when she's like back in the corner with Ryan arguing and Ryan's like give me all your money and she does <laughs> you know it's like not a good fit. And no, she's by the way, you owe me person. six bucks for gas. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess that's the relationship that that uh, let's have that sex never... one more time. <laughs> if you have any extra money, that'd be great. Some friends from high school. Well, uh, high school, uh, uh, high school. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, I think that's a really really good point. And like yeah, that's <laughs> you could even look at Michael with Jan. Like loses a lot of his confidence. And his yeah. Ability. Oh my god, that's totally <laughs> like, true. And I'll then go uh, back to Jan, and, and then, I hate Jan. When he switches with Holly, it's totally different. But um, I think it's a really good point. I don't even have Jan's number, and I hate her. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, to echo what these guys said, a very well made point. I think. Yeah. yeah agreed. It's, yeah. it's finding like, the right partner sort of unlocks. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a key. Yeah. Un- that unlocks mm-hmm. you to the universe. I think she nailed it. So thank you, Sunny, for for calling in with that question and. and- Call in if you ever have another thought again. You, you're really cool. <laughs> Any thoughts? It doesn't have I to be like about the office. From her. She's yeah, very well thought out message. So thank you. Um, uh, next up from Instagram, Evelyn. Uh, yes, this question comes from Evelyn on Instagram. She says, uh, "I have a question for you all. Besides the obvious ones, Dwight, Michael, and Jim, what character do you see yourself uh, involved with romantically or friendship wise?" So I think, uh, and we've mentioned Evelyn before. She wrote to us once before, I think, um, when we were doing our episode on uh, the delivery. Uh, she responded about to the cold open draft. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but uh, cut that. we'll yeah. cut this. Yeah. Out. So I would say just pick it up where we responded to the question. Yep. Um, okay, who would I be friends with or romantically involved with? I was thinking. Unfortunately, I feel like I would be friends with Ryan <laughs> because I think that we share a lot of interests. Um, yeah, you know his whole hipster like phase. Lofts in Soho. Yeah, yeah. We could talk about algorithms uh, music, and predict outcomes of college basketball um, games, art, photography, scarves. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Bodega sandwiches at 2 a.m. That's right. Cool, cool, hip new places in Scranton um, to hang out. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, well, because honestly, I mean, like he's one of the younger people in the office, mm-hmm. and um, I'm not be... into sports. I don't think Jim would be down. I don't think I'd be able to talk yeah. to Jim very often. Yeah, I think he'd be really good friends with Pam. We could do some graphic with... design together. And That's smart. True. Yeah, sure, sure. You know, I could sure. see you and Ryan being good pals. Yeah, Pam. Uh, I would. The sports thing is like I. I definitely be friends with Jim. I mean, I think, cause mm-hmm. we, but we're not saying that. So Darryl. like, definitely Daryl through fantasy football. Darryl, yeah. and mm-hmm. Kevin. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I would just so, yeah, be sure. friends with them because we'd be around. We'd mm-hmm. be talking. We'd probably be going watching games together, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um. So yeah, I would say Daryl and Kevin for sure. And uh, I definitely want to be friends with Creed. Like I would want to <laughs> do a story about him. I'd want to interview him, but I don't think he'd be into it. I think mm-hmm. he'd be hard to. He'd be very. He would never come to anything we set up. Like, hey, let's meet at two, and we'll, and I don't think he'd ever be yeah. there. Um, but I would love, to, and I would also love to be friends with Meredith. I think she'd be a whole oh, lot of fun. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> probably not romantically, but I, yeah. think, I think we'd have I think we'd have a lot of fun. You want to come over to my place? We can drink apple teenies and watch Sex in the City. Yeah, <laughs> sounds great. I'm in. Uh, it does sound fun. I think friendship-wise, for some of the same reasons you uh, mentioned, like being into sports and things like that, uh, hanging out with Daryl, Kevin maybe, for that mm-hmm. same reason. Musically, uh, jamming with Kevin and the Zits. Yeah, you'd be <laughs> great. Pretty fun. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, I think, I mean, Pam seems very easy to talk to. She'd be an easy person to be friends with. Mm-hmm. Um, also, kind of out of the box, Pete, season nine. Oh, sure. Like a nice oh, sure. guy. Yeah. I also love tennis. You like so, NASCAR? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can talk tennis. Uh, yeah. But yeah, he seems like a nice enough dude. Yeah. Sure, sure. I mean, Aaron would be very easy to be friends with. Aaron, Aaron would, would be, be a, great. Yeah. You could like add her to any group. She'd yeah. be lovely. Um, I, uh, I've always found at work that I, I get along very well with accountants. Mm. I think I, I think I would, I think I would befriend the, the three of them mm. just through the work. I enjoy paperwork. I enjoy, um, I usually get my paperwork right. Mm-hmm. I like making jokes about it. Small talk. I think I'd, I think I'd befriend them very quickly. <laughs> what about a what a fun and interesting <laughs> friendship this would be? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think I'd be. I think it'd be hard to be friends with Phyllis or Stanley. I just no age difference. I just don't think Stanley doesn't want to do with anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think the most interesting person to try to be think about being friends with is Oscar. Because yes, on some level, say. Oscar is a nice guy, and he's like very personable. It seems like with the rest of his coworkers, but at the oh, same that time, nice of a guy. Well, that's true. He he's a, polite. He really fills the stereotype <laughs> of smug gay Mexican, right? yeah. as Jim says. Um, but it does seem like he's friendly with a number of characters. Yeah, and uh, the Finer Things Club happens. Oscar yes. uh, seems to keep a lot of his personal life at home. You know what I mean? He does. Yeah, he especially does. early in the show. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't. I don't know if I'd get along with Oscar that well. Uh, just I just don't think we would. I but I do feel like I get along with Toby. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of the Finer Things Club members, mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like I could hang. Toby seems like an easy hang, and uh, I'd I'd love to him. I'd love to learn about trains from him. Yeah, I'm into that. He, lo- he lo- I love true crime. He loves murder. I'd mysteries. love to read his writing. Yeah. I think uh, I think I'd I think I think we could be great friends. Yeah. So what about uh, romantically? R- romantically involved? I guess. I mean, you know. I mean. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna give Karen Filippelli a call. That's what I, that's, <laughs> that's what I thought. There you go. Yeah, the most, that's the most I obvious think, answer. I think. I think. Yeah. A- Amy Adams has been a has been a celebrity crush ever since um, Catch Me If You Can. Whoa. So I'm gonna <laughs> that, that she'd be at the Just top the of my braces. list. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's right. I know. I, I had a crush on her too. It's okay. <laughs> um. No. Yeah. I think I think Karen Filippelli is. Yeah. Is that's the, a great. Yeah. One. And right. I feel like she gets. Kind of a bad shake with totally. <laughs> she's great, and it's just like she's kind of a victim of. Uh... Turns out this job is pretty easy when your boss is an idiot and your boyfriend is in love with someone else. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I mean, Kelly definitely seems like the most fun in terms of like she always wants to go out and Mm-mm. do things no, and no. see people and stuff like that. So that that could be Mm-mm. that could be fun, but uh, but I don't know if I can handle. Uh, you you can't. <laughs> <laughs> um, well. Um, Thank you, Evelyn. That's a great question. Yep. Uh, moving on. We got uh, voicemail from Vito. Hey, guys. This is Vito from Nashville, Tennessee. Um, got a quick question for you guys. First of all, big fan of the podcast. Listen you sound like to it every day. Um, <laughs> I recently saw a YouTube video that discussed um, an unlikely romantic pair between two of our uh, favorite office characters. And uh, those characters are Andy and Kelly. And I thought that that was, you know, kind of an 
interesting combination, you know, kind of weird. Um, but after I watched the video and started thinking about it more, I realized, wow, you know, that might have worked out well. Um, for example, you know, Kelly loves receiving big, grand, romantic gestures. <laughs> and Andy loves giving big, grand, romantic <laughs> gestures. Um, for example, when he gave Aaron the 12 Days of Christmas, yeah. you know, he loves showing love and affection, and Kelly loves receiving it. <laughs> so, um, you know, that just makes a lot of sense to me. And, um, so I thought it might be kind of interesting for you guys to talk about um, some romantic pairs in the office that we never saw on screen, but you think might have worked out well. Um, so anyway, big fan of the podcast. Thanks again for all you guys do, and I hope you all have a great day. Thanks. Thanks so much, Vito. Um, yeah, that's that's interesting. Kelly and Andy should have wound up together. Um, I mean, there's a they play with this idea. He gives her he gives yeah. everyone in the office a Valentine's Day card. Maybe that's in the video that mm-hmm. um, Vito watched. But um, well, yeah, there's a, there's that moment when Andy is giving everyone Valentine's, but he's going to give a Valentine to Aaron to kind of tell her how he feels, and mm-hmm. it goes to Kelly instead. Yeah, and Kelly, is... or he just buys a bunch of <laughs> random cards, right? Yeah, and mm-hmm. happens to give uh, Kelly a very romantic one. Well, because yeah, because I think Aaron originally gets the one with like Snoopy and Woodstock. Yeah, oh, yeah, you but... name them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but then, they also have the dance offs. That's true. But that's Kelly right. says, uh, "Do you realize how much that makes me like you now that you said that you like me and now you say you don't?" <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> a very Kelly thing to do. Uh, mm-hmm. I think they also have a, an interest in like celebrity culture. And the, like movies and pop culture, that kind of thing. They're both kind of shallow yeah. enough for each other. <laughs> the dance offs is a, is an interesting thing as well. They have a couple, yeah, because like two dance offs. They have the thing where they're, are we are we doing this? Are we now? Dance? Yeah, yeah, and they both go with it. What is, I was just dancing with my friends, y'all. <laughs> Maybe if Andy hadn't tore his scrotum, that would have worked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What else you got? <laughs> yeah, it is. It's kind of funny when I heard the voicemail. I was like, I actually never even thought about that pairing. Like mm-hmm. that yeah. actually would have worked. I it think. Makes I think you're right. Good sense. Well, any others come to mind? Well, hmm. uh, I mean, we've mentioned a few things before. There's, I mean, there's a Roy Angela theory out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the Roy and Angela pairing. Yeah, I mean, Angela, Angela's mentioned before like oh you know Roy you're so strong and you'll you'll do just fine <laughs> yeah. something like that and then Strapping Roy when, young lad when they're in the parking lot during the fire mm-hmm. episode um it, it, they're playing who would you do and Roy's just like oh that small blonde woman yeah <laughs> and a uh, tight ass christian chick oh yeah, god that's right. that's yeah that's right. maybe he says maybe he Oof. says uptight uptight but, blonde yeah. chick yeah, yeah something yeah. like that um oh, if we're going off that then what about Jim and Kevin yeah, yeah. That's yeah afterwards, right. they could just watch bowling. Yeah, yeah. be great. It'd be awesome. What about uh, what about Ryan and Karen Filippelli? Right. Well, Ryan. Yeah, Ryan oh, tries a couple Ryan, of times. Well, well Karen, uh, Karen emailed Ryan. Karen emailed Ryan. Do you? I've always wondered about that. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, this is a good about, question. Yeah. Do you wonder if he is just making that up, or if that's true? He really doesn't seem like he's making it up. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like later Ryan. This is still earlier he's, Ryan where he's like Well, this is corporate Ryan. Yeah. This is corporate right. Ryan who although he did plays the everything very cool, we know is full of shit the whole time. So is he, and he and he does it as just like a little thing to like 
jab at Kelly. Kelly like yes. he just makes it up and he's right. like, I can say whatever I right. want. Which I'm is right this. before she says, I, I am pregnant and I am keeping it. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what, Buster? I'm pregnant and I <laughs> am keeping it. <laughs> we have a date. <laughs> yeah. uh, it does seem like the it does seem kind of out of character for Karen, don't you think? Mm-hmm. It really yeah. does. Yeah. And, and we already know that Ryan will just like email mm-hmm. any woman he meets. He did it to Katie. And any well. celebrity. He's like, most of their emails are just their name at. Guy by the <laughs> name of John right. Legend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The wolf. Uh, yeah. Well, okay, put that aside. Do you, okay. think, do you think Ryan and Karen would have been a good couple at all? No. Mm-mm. She would have been like, what's wrong with you, dude? She would have, you know what it would have looked like? I feel like it would have looked like uh, um, Rashida Jones and Aziz Ansari in Parks and Rec when they're <laughs> That's dating. That's really good. And she's yeah. just like, Dan and <laughs> yeah. Tom Haverford. Yeah, and she's just like, come on, dude, the whole time. They might have, I think Ryan could get one fun date and it might go well. Yeah. And then the, I think after that, it would go down. He would be able to fake his way through a date. I think one. And, and, and then, I think she'd see through it. And then him he would right slowly away. unravel. Yeah. You know, it's so funny that you mentioned. Uh, Ann Perkins and Tom Haverford and Parks because yeah. we did get another message uh, a little while ago from Kelsey on Facebook who mentioned that if we ever had a crossover between Parks and The Office it would be really hard because what do they do with Rashida Jones? Changing out she, of her scrubs. She right. comes right. in and is yeah. like hi everyone I'm mm-hmm. Ann and they're like I moved I moved to Indiana. I had to start a new life. Or you do like a Lindsay Lohan parent trap thing where you do like the double. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they meet each Separated other? Separated at birth. <laughs> that would the be Karen really trap. Funny. Yeah. The Karen oh, trap. Oh, boy. We're on a tangent <laughs> now. but uh, Karen. No. <laughs> on a heater. Any any other possible um, uh, romances? All these the questions office? have I mean, kind of gone together. I guess, nice. yeah. I guess yeah, they we, all flow we, together. We've talked yeah. about, the you know, Phyllis Stanley before. Mm-hmm. Um, have we? <laughs> yeah. I think so. I think we've mentioned it, but uh-huh. if we haven't, I'll mention it now. Phyllis and Stanley sure. could be a couple. Um, they, there's kind of that part in the finale when Phyllis is, you know, talking about how Stanley's such a, you know, sweet. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She's she kind of has this moment where she gets teary eyed talking about Stanley. They seem to be on the same page a lot. Just keep the steak coming. Gabe and Andy. <laughs> Gabe could make us. Gabe could make us soundscapes. Andy could yeah. sing over him. Yeah. <laughs> great <laughs> i can see that that's good well um, there's there's a meme out there that says uh if there's one thing that i've learned from the office is that if you're in a toxic relationship uh just you know remain hopeful and and just know that you know don't worry because you can eventually get out of it and your life will be okay because don't worry your laura is out there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's mm. a good one that, you that start one your own me. business yeah, yeah, it's yeah like you start your own gravel, gravel company, company yeah. and find your laura yeah <laughs> yep yep <laughs> um and uh, uh, thank you very much, Vito. Uh, next up, yeah. we have an email from James from sunny England. Uh, my kids have seen the odd clips of the show, but I sat them down to watch the Halloween episode Spooked in season eight. They laughed a lot, but the only downside was that my seven-year-old kept quoting Robert California by saying, I'm fine, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's amazing Uh, wow he says um, i also realized some of the other influences from my viewing as my nine-year-old referred to steve carell as brick as soon as he she saw him Uh, brick from uh, yeah (laughs) from uh anchorman um (laughs) 
<laughs> That's so funny. Jeez. Oh my gosh. I, I <laughs> How did you <laughs> I just want to know about the conversation that James had to have mm-hmm. after that. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> Oh gosh, that's so funny! Thank you, James, for sending that in. Uh, that's just funny imagining that. Um, we have a voicemail from Chelsea. Hi guys, this is Chelsea from Oklahoma. I love what you do, and I've been working my way through all of the episodes. The last one that I just listened to was on the topic of an office reboot or reunion, and I think I came up with the perfect idea that checks all the boxes where it could be centered around Michael Scott, but not have to have Steve Carell. It could embrace the fact that the cast is all older and give them a reason to reunite. Michael Scott has died, and they all did oh, oh my God. Then you could have something like Holly being instructed to fulfill ridiculous wishes that he left in his will. Maybe she has to uh, give his possessions to the other characters, um, you could get to see his kids uh, in Colorado, and it would be dark and tragic. So that might be a fun way to do it. Anyway, keep doing what you do, guys. I love all of this podcast, and uh, see you later. Oh, thank that's you. awesome! Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, that's <laughs> we never came up with that. We were pitching that ideas. Is, it's a dark one. I love that idea. The idea that I knew you would. <laughs> that if we're gonna do a reunion, let's uh, let's just uh, have everyone reunite for Michael Scott's funeral. That's hysterical. <laughs> I yeah, I actually love that idea. <laughs> I mean, I guess how old was his, his kids could be old enough to be, you know, Shoot. what no. 10, 11, 12, yeah. somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't I feel like they had twins. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I just feel like they had twins. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It would be a reason to bring everyone back together and get to see everyone kind of interact again and catch up and things like that. I do um, like embracing that they're older, you mm-hmm. know, just like leaning into that. And mm-hmm. um, and I remember talking about this episode. We were we were throwing around all sorts of ideas. Ed, when you sort of mentioned even like moving laterally to like a different branch of the office yeah. and sort of resetting the whole thing with a new mm-hmm. cast, mm-hmm. you know, as that's more of the reboot. But as he has a reunion, it's like, what would be the reason? This isn't a bad. This is a pretty good one. I love it. I think it's great. I don't think any. I don't think NBC would ever do it. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. It's like, hey, here's the reunion. By the cowards. way, Michael Scott's dead now, and it's just like, oh, I don't. That's gonna bum me out. No thanks. Yeah. No. I don't want to know that he's. Dead. I would watch. What you could do is huh. you could have it be Michael. F- is pranking everyone. Oh, oh God. man. You just got X punk. <laughs> she, like, I knew there'd be no other way that you would all come to my house. You should yeah. have seen your face. Yeah. <laughs> all, he's still like deeply insecure that no one would come unless yeah. he died. Uh, like okay. an Ed truck scenario. I mean, he yeah. sort of plays this out in grief counseling, right? Hey sweetie, uh, what's going on? It's not sweetie. It's Michael Scott. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be really dark. I'll, yeah. 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 <laughs> and uh, Amy Ryan would have to do a lot of like, a lot of work in that as like, you know, the widower who's yes. Or the widow. <laughs> who's, flags, uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love it as a giving, giving his possessions. I, I like traveling I, around. I like challenging ourselves to come up with reunions that don't invite involve Steve Carell as we all kind of, as yeah. we just discussed, he probably wouldn't come back for it. Um, and, and everyone else probably you don't think would he'd come back for like one special one movie. It hasn't happened maybe yet. A <laughs> one hour long special. Yeah, I did I really love when he hosted SNL a couple years ago, yeah. maybe last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they 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 had members of the office. They in brought the, out like Ed Helms and yeah, Jenna. And Jenna Fisher and and uh, Ellie Kemper. Ellie Kemper. And then it? at the end, he invites them all up on stage and he says, "I am proud to announce 
We have a very great show tonight. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. Maroon <laughs> 5 is here. I don't know who was actually there, <laughs> sure. but yeah. Good guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good one, though. I like hearing the pitches for the yeah. for the reunions. That's It's tough to do it without Michael. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Very tough. But I love this idea. I love fully embracing the, the idea that Michael's not here. He's dead. <laughs> He's just completely Wouldn't gone. Wouldn't it be fun to think if... Uh, I'm just thinking out loud here. What mm-hmm. if like, Michael's son had a similar personality to Michael and wanted to live up to his dad's legacy... So gets a job as a salesman at Dunder Mifflin. Yeah. And uh-huh. it's about like a Michael Scott Jr. or, yeah. or something like that. And uh, he is to start his way, work his way up yeah. from a junior sales associate. Gary. To, Gary yeah. Scott. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gary Scott. He basically comes in as Ryan as like mm-hmm. a temp. Yeah. At the same branch. Sure. Dwight's still running it. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, thank you so much, Chelsea. Yeah, That's a Chelsea. really yeah. fun idea. Uh, all right. And now we have a voicemail from Kayla. Hello, this is Kayla from Facebook, your productivities are. I just wanted to speak to you, manager, uh, manager, about a callback that happens in the Florida arc that I feel like you guys missed, which was surprising because it's in what I believe is the podcast flagship episode, which is Fun Run, season four, <laughs> episode one, when Michael is telling the office that he had to take Meredith to the hospital because he hit her with her car and makes it sound like she is dead. Right. Andy then does this in Last Day in Florida, Season 8, Episode 18, when announcing to the office that Dwight is not coming back from Florida, and again, makes it sound like he is dead. So I just wanted to point that out. Thank you guys for everything that you do for this podcast. Can't wait to hear more episodes. Have a good one. Bye. <laughs> Thanks, Kayla. Yeah. Um, that is a funny callback. I think we've mentioned this before, like repeating jokes from from older uh, from long ago in the show and stuff like that, just as a little as a little, I don't know, callback. <laughs> yeah, whenever, whenever the show can echo itself or kind of fold in on itself is a moment that I think is really important or worth pointing out. Sort of Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, too, there's there's something to be said about similar joke structures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that makes it kind of fun to do that. Yeah. as well. Yeah. I, I, I mean, this is a great joke. And uh, it even reminds me of it. this joke is even in Arrested Development and some other shows. Oh, yeah. I've seen this joke has been in other it's stuff. With the, it's sure. with a doctor, basically. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. doctor yeah. in Arrested yeah. Development. Is like, well, we've lost. He's going to be lost. all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because he lost his left hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, good callback. Yeah. Um, um, this reminds me as guess. well of a uh, another message that we got from Dottie on Facebook, uh, who mentions. Um, let's see. Anyway, wanted to point out two subtle movie references that I noticed in love mm-hmm. that I think maybe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, season three, episode thirteen, the return. Dwight has moved on and is working at Staples. Michael decides to go uh, bring him back. As Michael walks into the Staples store, up where we belong, from an officer and a gentleman is playing on the Muzak. From then to the end of the scene, it's a total reference to the last scene of the film where Richard Gere uh, goes and picks up Deborah Winger. I love it. Right? Ah. Love lift us up where we belong. Right? Where the eagles fly. You know that song? Yeah. On the mountain. And then, uh, and then the last, the second one, uh, the second is from season seven, episode 24, Dwight K. Schrute, acting manager. Um, she linked a, a YouTube clip, but it's basically the ending scene of the movie Working Girl with Melanie Griffith. Um, which I wasn't super familiar with. I mean, I know of the movie. I haven't yeah, seen I it. Haven't see. But it's it's a scene where um, she calls from the office. She says, you're never going to guess where I am now. And then in the office, oh. it's Moe's going, ah! Oh, <laughs> yeah, my yeah. gosh. So uh, a couple fantastic little movie references that, uh, yeah. That I, is so funny. I love hearing those. And you hear that a lot on commentary tracks or the writers are mm-hmm. just like, oh, this from this movie inspired me. Or I love the way 
an actor did this in a movie mm-hmm. and we wanted to write a similar type of scene because sometimes you, you just never know about that because it's almost like the writers doing it for the writers yeah it doesn't really matter that we don't know because it's still funny right so th- i wonder how many more mm-hmm. of these things that we haven't caught yet oh, of course and i mean to some people I'm, yeah. I'm i'm assuming those are very glaringly obvious but you know totally. just, you never know what movies or pop culture things people have seen and it's interesting to think that a show like the office or any other show or movie as it re- references and draws inspiration from other uh movies mm-hmm. tv film mm-hmm. or whatever that what people maybe people growing up will see those scenes and be like, oh, that's that scene from Dwight mm-hmm. K. Schrute acting manager, for example. <laughs> right? Know? Yeah, uh, we've just, talked. Yeah, we've talked about Michael having his movie moments where he does yeah. stuff that he's seen in movies. Steak. Mm. Yeah. Where's my steak? <laughs> Get Armani. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you're not going to Paris. <laughs> Michael does a lot of like, oh, here's a big romantic or dramatic gesture I've seen in a movie. Mm-hmm. This should work. Because I worked in the movie, mm-hmm. so I get yeah, Michael's almost a catalyst for that mm-hmm. in the sh- world of the show. And then there's also Definitely. moments that are written. Yeah, Definitely, good stuff. Well, uh, thank you guys so much for, to everyone who sent us messages. Um, thank you if you send us messages and we haven't responded to them yet or haven't put them on the show yet. We do log all these away and uh, we pull them out for uh, rainy day mailbag episodes like this. Um, please uh, give us a call five zero three six nine four nine three one four. The plants are gonna love this. <laughs> um, it smells like popcorn <laughs> 503-694-9314 call and leave us a message we love to play them on the show you can email us mspodcastcompany at gmail.com or on Facebook and Instagram Michael Scott Podcast Company we're on Twitter at Michael Scott Pod and we have a website michaelscottpod.com special thanks to Ryan Lloyd who runs our social media and does our artwork and uh, this re- this episode was re- re- recorded. Nice. This episode was. <laughs> I'm keeping all this. Come on, you Please can do don't. it. You can do it, bud. This episode was recorded in Portland, Oregon. Yes, Thank it you was. so much uh, for listening. As Sean said, uh, we appreciate everyone. Can't wait to be back. Uh, love lit the supper. We belong. Give me poppy. Give me the supper. Yes, sir. Da-da. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.